This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Hello, tribe members. I am Marcus Onesimus Boston, and I am Cecil W. Adams. We are the hosts of The Solarians, the Human Becoming Podcast. You are just a few seconds away from listening to our newest episode. But don't forget to get your tribal wear from thesolardiansmerch.com and listen to previous episodes at thesolardians.com or wherever you subscribe and get your podcast from. Follow me on all socials at MOBoston314 and me, Cecil W. Adams, on all platforms. Welcome to the Positive Playground and always forward. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are the Social Audience. I am Marcus Onesimus Boston, podcast poppy, podcast daddy, podcast prophet. Welcome to the mob. And we have, oh, sorry, Cecil. And I'm Cecil W. Adams. So he got so he's like, can't wait. I nailed it. And then he hits the hits the hits the <laughs> applause before I even get to And today we have our political correspondent of Salardian, other Salardians, our fellow tribe member, our most important voice in political spectrum. <laughs> Damn. He's just trying to go. I am some... fucking up, Mark. <laughs> Mark Bland is back. Mark 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 a oneness bland. <laughs> a oneness. <laughs> Uh, man. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing fantastic, gentlemen. How are you today? <sighs> Blake, Great, blessed, and highly favored. That's what I like to tell myself. Man, you look, he's, blessed, I forgot Mark's living out there in free country. <laughs> free country. No. You know what? Let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> you know, we need to talk about this for a second because I hear that a lot, right? Right. But the way I look at these situations is very different. That, like, I'm out here in that other area of St. Louis where they're not playing the max rule, the COVID game, the same way since the city of St. Louis is. Then again, when we go to an electoral map and we look at it, the city of St. Louis is all Democrat and the 2.5 million people around it are all red conservative Trump voters. So when I say that St. Louis is Trump country, it's Trump country outside of that small city section which is where you guys are based, which is not a bad thing, but they're trying to be safe. So here I am, this guy out here, who doesn't mind whether we go with masks or a little mandate on this or a little bit on that. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they shut all the stores. Do you know what the crazy thing is? Here's the crazy thing. I even posted about this earlier today. I just went to Costco. I love Costco. Literally to just do our typical Saturday pick up some supplies type thing, right? Maybe Bed Bath & Beyond if you have enough time. We haven't gotten toilet paper in over a month because, you know, when you get stuff from places like Costco and Sam's Club, it's like it'll last you for whatever, a long time, right? Yep. Yeah. We went in to go get some toilet paper. They're like, we're out. I said, why? They said, they announced new restrictions. I said, what new restrictions? Groupings of 10, private groupings of 10 people are restricted. I said, what's that got to do with using the toilet or the bathroom at all. And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, exactly. That's our problem. We are just making stupid decisions because we see some shit on a Facebook timeline and then we go nuts about it. None of this makes any sense. None of this. Mm -mm. I don't understand any of it. We're not, this would be like the equivalent of going, 
Marcus got fired from his job. That means we got to get peppercorn steaks. And you'd be like, why? He said peppercorn steaks. <laughs> we need some yeah. peppercorn steaks. Like, and you'd be like, that doesn't make any sense. And I go, doesn't matter. It just has to happen. Right. Let's get off of maybe some peppercorn steaks. This is where steak. we're at, guys. I this is how steak. messed up everybody is. But we didn't come on here Thanks, to talk Biden. about COVID, <laughs> oh, man. We didn't come on here to talk about COVID, did we? We came on I here mean, to talk about our president, Tulsi, right? President, president Tulsi. <laughs> I tell you what, I would take that any day over who's in there. Either side. Over Trump or Biden? Both. Well, it's a popularity contest at the top level. Right. So it was between Trump and Biden. Right. If I had to choose between Trump and Biden, I'm choosing Biden for mm. the character side of it. And because he's actually taking shit seriously. Like, he's trying to do stuff behind the scenes. Like, they won't even give him the daily intelligence briefing. And he's got to find ways, because he was vice president once, he probably other channels behind him. the scenes, to get the daily intelligence <laughs> briefings that Trump just rips up and throws off to the side. Yeah, he didn't read them shit. What'd you say, Cecil? I said Biden probably lose him like he lost his mask. Remember, he couldn't find his mask. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, <Obama. laughs> <laughs> oh, Grandpa. So, first uh, things first, thing first, what did you think, Cecil, of how everything went down? The election and where we're at? Like, I mean, we talked about all that stuff leading up to it. Right. This is the first time we talked since then. Right. So, my question is, is, how do you feel about where we're standing right now? We have the president-elect, technically, um, sitting there waiting for his position to be handed off to him. And we are where we're at. What's going through your mind? Uh, I don't know. I'm just ready for it to be over and just for life to start. But mostly, I'm really interested in all the conspiracies about like the FBI finding uh, like uh, finding these votes that <laughs> that were like oh. that were fake. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just funny. It's all fucking comical. It is. And at the end of the day, I just want all the negativity to stop. And you know, I don't want. I, here's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> Uh, them uh, invoking the 25th Amendment or something like in, in that way, and then you got uh, to get Biden out because he has dementia, and then you have uh, Kamala Harris and uh, the vice president would be, what's that bitch's name? Pelosi. Pelosi. That is hell for me. Not because they're women. Why would that, why did that they're both, because, you at all? Because, because no, that, I'm, wait, I'm just saying. That's that, somebody died. No, no, no. That I'm just saying it's going to come out that he has dementia and they're going to get him out. And then you got two people from California running the country. Look at how, how much of a mess California is. I don't think I, I don't want that leadership. Okay. Damn. Now, that was some that was some jumps. You really all you really be on YouTube, don't you? I know. <laughs> that was some fucking jumps. I said, damn, was some big ass leaps. I said, fair enough. I mean, <laughs> let's hear everything. Your problem, <laughs> the only problem that I see with that thought process people which isn't a bad thing there's a lot of people that are in the same boat as you and agree with you like i understand that completely i've heard the same argument from other individuals so it's not like you're in a small minority by any means there's a lot of other people that feel the same way that you do the problem is is all of these states have lots of people that are running these states all together at the same time so it wasn't just kamala harris and nancy pelosi running california it was the governor and the lieutenant governor and it was all the state senators and all the state people. Like, there's a ton of people that were making all those decisions together. It wasn't just them, right? But are and they I, are they not part of that group that was making the decisions? 
sure, they were part of that group, but they're also in a state that where that is the mentality of the entire state of people. Like, this isn't just some people. This is an entire city of three or four million, five million. No, 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 people, no. no. Like the people that disagree, the people that disagreed with the decisions they were making in California are leaving. California sure. is going to—it's decreasing in population for the first time in the history of California. Oh, of course, they've made a lot of decisions. A lot of that also rides on the movie industry. There's a huge, huge entertainment industry complex that's based in Los Angeles, as we all know, and. Because of the decisions that they've made, there's a ton of people that are leaving from that. There's a ton of people that are leaving because of fires. They're sick of dealing with a new fire attempting to take their house down every freaking year. They just cut your power off and and prepared for the fire? Bitch, it ain't here yet, and I can't see. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, Yeah. and and then their leadership is just terrible. 16.5 or 16.8% tax. Yeah, I don't like how they gave out they gave the coochie hole to a lot of tech companies that don't pay taxes. Yeah. Make these big dicks earn this. Don't right. give it up because it's big. Make them work that shit. Yeah, Sorry, I don't know where sure. it came from. Like, I mean, look, look, look at look at uh, because of California's standards and the way they do things, they no longer have Lyft and Uber. Now, that to me is fucking terrible because all the side hustle money that people were making by doing Lyft and Uber is gone yeah. in the, in one of the biggest state. Because of California's idealisms. But that would never be rolled out on a nationwide thing. You see my point? Like Kamala right. Harris now is representing the United States. And right. that would that wouldn't happen on a nationwide thing. You just would this country is not California. This country right. is a lot of red and a lot of blue mm-hmm. in different areas. So they're gonna they're gonna have to try to work together to get these things to the places that they need to get to. Now, nobody's prepared to be a president or a vice president until job. they've been there. The beauty of Joe Biden being president of the United States is he's one of the few people who can actually say, I've been there. I literally know what it's like to be in these positions. I understand it. I did it for eight solid years. I know. I literally know. I'm not Trump. I'm not somebody else like Andrew Yang or anybody trying to like make a move and, and turn themselves into something. I literally have done it. I've done it. So I can't see it being a bad thing having a person who understands that stuff being in the position of power. Now, you talk about the dementia removing him via the 25th Amendment or this, that, or the other. Right. I don't see that happening either. Look at the last four years of Ronald Reagan. He had pretty heavy dementia. They even talked about that in a lot of memoirs. Yeah, Ronald but, was old as dead as a motherfucker. He was his last four. Yeah, but, but Ronald it, was but the 80s. The end, like, I didn't know he was 81 and 89. Wow. I said, he was the 80s. Like, the one day, the 80s was Ronald Reagan. He was a Testarossa. He was Miami Vice. That was Ronald. <laughs> Ronald was a bad <laughs> motherfucker, buddy. God damn, he's, he led a life too. He led a mother. But, he was a great actor. But, but here's the thing: they protected him yeah. behind the scenes. He didn't do a, a bunch of speeches in that last four years. They they kind of protected him. They, he was the president the entire time. Nobody tried to take him down or get rid of him or say, "Oh, George Bush has to like take over for him. He's having dementia." Right. We all saw it. We even talked about it. As I was in middle school or getting ready to start high school at the end of his presidency, and I remember people talking about how. He seemed to be losing his step whenever they saw him speaking and talking. So, like, this is a very typical, understandable thing that has happened. And he's not the first, and and Trump isn't the first, and Biden isn't the first or last old person to be the president of the United States. I think you're you're wrong. They're just not. Yeah, I I think this is the last time we have somebody that old. In the 70s, probably. 60s, maybe But if if that's the case, if that's the case, people, it's it's because we've all noticed that 
constantly trying to vote in these older individuals puts us in a potential position where someone can die, and then whoever's right behind them ends up becoming the person in charge, and that's not who we voted for. So I feel like because people notice that, you're right. Maybe it is the last time we see these older individuals. It seems like our country tends to run better when you have a younger person like a Bill Clinton, and I'm not I'm not using these people as examples because of anything other than their age at the time they right. get off. Oh, no, I, I agree. Bill Clinton, uh, I don't remember. George I Bush Jr., George Bush, even George Bush Jr. and Barack Obama, all three of them younger men when they took office. And honestly, aside from the decisions with the war in Iraq, the country itself ran relatively solidly under George Bush. Now, the last four years of his presidency is when we started getting those summers of Three and four dollar gasoline here in the yeah. Midwest, Ooh, yeah. which is eight dollar gasoline, which is that eight dollar gasoline in California. You're talking yeah. about California. We're talking about 2007 in California, same state, same Kamala Harris, same Nancy Pelosi. They got eight dollar gas. Yep. God, they, they were they not happy about gas. that, but that's because they put a premium on themselves. Some of our problems in the United States, in my opinion, come down to just general greed. Right? Yes. Malibu's beautiful. The beaches mm-hmm. are beautiful. So the houses are going to cost more here. Oh, and movie stars live here too. So if movie stars live here, and to be around movie stars, you got to pay a little bit more. Oh, well, that's their. Now that's, now, that's not us. Do you know, have you heard or seen the uh, the pictures of the uh, all the homeless in LA right now? Oh, man. They can't even the count. They can't even count how many. But once again, once again, why are they going to LA? They're going to LA because every day, is beautiful weather. Right. They don't have to sleep in 20 degree nights like in Missouri or Kansas right. or, or in the Midwest or even on the East Coast. And you can't do anything about them uh, setting up a camp in your front yard either. <laughs> I don't think you can set up a camp in a person's front yard. I think Castle Doctrine is still big. Nah, no. They said, but there's a lot of places where they're allowed to hold tent cities that are popping up. I've seen it with my own eyes. Yeah, yeah, I've tent cities. Yeah, mine but... from LA complaining about it. Right, you were saying. Yeah, they, they, they can set up tents wherever, man. It, it's 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 such a weird. I don't know what law came in, but there was something that came in where these people cannot literally. They're just hand tied, handcuffed, hand tied, handcuffed uh, by oh, freaky man, <laughs> <laughs> freaky nasty man. <laughs> I don't know. I just uh, you know, I just really don't want that life. Uh, you know, maybe at the, the beginning it was it was it was good idealism, but I mean. California is just taking a turn to where it's just, you know, look, I mean, the people that have the same idealism, California, Seattle, uh, Portland, look at what's going on there. And in some ways, I think maybe it's like a testers for what other people believe. And it's like, okay, cool, man. You want, you want what we were talking about, what we talked about in the last podcast. You want equal everything. This is where they're doing it at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and look look at how they're doing. The deaths. I mean, how many people? Six people died when they did that Chaz thing, right? Six people. Mm-hmm. That is no reason for them to die, but they died in that fucking, in that area. And it's supposed to be peace and love and all this other shit. Six people died for no fucking reason. Where, where again? I'm sorry. Uh, Chaz, the Chaz thing in Seattle. Like, oh, uh, the, yeah. The, the area where they, where they like, the six boxes. Little- yeah. They did that forcibly, and they six people lost their lives. But I didn't hear a lot of news come out of that area from that stuff. Like, I heard some news come out of that area. But let's be honest. There's a ton of individuals out there that really, really, really are geeked to 
tell a story and to get the word out. You know, um, I'll give you a perfect example. There's a there's a guy in Portland. Um, his name is Andy Engo, N-G-O. And Andy, <laughs> Andy Engo, well, well, what Andy likes to do, this is a knock on Andy. Andy's just doing what he, he enjoys doing. It, it, it's basically technically a hobby. He's become pretty popular on social media by doing it. But what he does is he goes out with his backpack, just like people in Ferguson did here for Michael Brown. He goes out with his backpack and his camera, and he just takes video of situations that are getting ready to pop off the screen. <laughs> Then he posts these pictures. Now, mind you, there could be three weeks of, like you're talking about the Chad area or whatever like that up, or up there in Seattle, right? There could yeah. be three full weeks of whatever's going on. There's only three or two or three instances in that entire three weeks, right? Think about that. That's 21 solid days of stuff going down, and there's only three days. And in those three days, maybe a 10-minute situation in different areas and days separating those situations but the video itself becomes oh this is the story this is what's going on there this is what they're doing look at what they're trying to do and it's like what about the three thousand other people ain't doing anything they're just standing there right. because these two guys got into a fight now that's the video and the other three thousand people that are just sitting there stopping the fight they're making sure nobody's doing anything bad like what That's, about those people? And and the argument from the other side, from the AD Engels, and that is, yeah, there's three thousand people not doing anything. Look at these bad situations. That's that's the leftist mentality. I man. don't know what to say. The world is going to continue to be the world, right? Correct. Like things, correct. bad things are just going to keep happening, whether you like it or not. The world's not going to stop being the world. What is it? What does it talk about? They talk about uh, the amount of stuff that is reported makes it seem like it's. It's more stuff happening. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, like people think that like Twitter is the real is the world. No, Twitter is a part of the world, but like yeah, you, you know, you can't let a, a Twitter opinion like these people don't have Facebook that living great lives. Like <laughs> right. you know, people right. that really make decisions that are not connected like that. You and, guys remember our lives in 1999 when we didn't have Twitter or social media or any of it? I would have to go home fine. and get on. Like you know, if I wanted, I go outside, ride my bike, get chased yep. down by the cool guys, and get picked on because I was fat. And uh, sure. I'll squeeze on butts, and I'll go home for the streetlights came on. I have a pager. Oh, gotta go home. That was it. That was 19, so I was, uh, I think it was, I just go Dropping play basketball. Your... There you go. That's what I did. I just <laughs> went and played basketball a lot. Like, there wasn't, it wasn't was like 14, I was yeah. sitting here, but no, no, no. Think about that. I was going and playing basketball a lot. You were going and playing basketball a lot. We weren't sitting here thinking about politics oh, yeah. or what some people said online. Yeah. We weren't sitting there like having deep conversations about dementia and the 25th Amendment. It yeah. wasn't happening. Right. We're looking through the East it's Bay, East Bay book, the shoes we never buy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Man, it'd be so cool to have these shorts. The East Bay book, you know. I'm getting that. I'll go to the auto plaza. Why can't book. our shorts be why are why can't our shorts be our shorts be long like the Michigan Fab Five? Why can't <laughs> yeah. they be long like that's all we were worried about? Like why can't we have long shorts? That's what really mattered. Oh, uh, I we had long shorts because it was all uh I was the only white guy, so yeah. Marcus, I, I asked Cecil his opinion. What's your opinion of all the stuff that is going on right now? Um, let me turn on me. So you see my pretty face. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like it's just it's just part it's just part of the the ebbs and flows of human civilizations for real. Like I've been digging really into like the deconstruction of Rome and all the things that put it together and took it apart. I was like, all this shit is, a, is an idea of trust amongst people. You know, what I'm saying so we go if you want peace, prepare for war. So you can't have. 
the sunshine if it's not a rainy day. So it's just all it's it's interesting to hear people give their per, their perspective on who can do what and where the problem is. I'm like, man, it must be nice to think like that because like, like I just, well, I just I take it at a different level of scope. You know what I'm saying? Because this is I see all different angles that people come from, and then me being around so many different diverse points of views. It's interesting to see who cares about what and when and how, and the words that are chosen to express this feeling. It's also interesting. Oh, let's talk about words because earlier today they were doing the Million MAGA March, yes. where they didn't even where they didn't even get two hundred thousand people out. Hell which no, eight hundred thousand less than a million. <laughs> All right. Now here's the best part. No, no. Trump said Trump put out and said, "Oh, well, it's obvious that I won because look, my people took to the streets." That's literally what he said. Isn't Those are the fascinating words. Pick and choose what you see. So his <laughs> idea, his idea of winning is, oh, my people take to the streets. Okay, but when BLM uh-huh. or people that disagree with Donald Trump and his oh, the people take march to the, the streets, the women's march the day after he got uh, inaugurated was that's the that's it was bigger than today's march. <laughs> correct, correct. <laughs> but my point being that when anybody else takes to the streets. You need to board up your windows because mm-hmm. they're going to riot. They're going to mm-hmm. burn your cities to the ground. And it's like, wait, it's okay when your guys take to the streets because that means you won. But when those guys take to the streets, it means that they're burning cities to the ground and they don't have an argument in the fight. Okay. It's literally just now I'm a whiny old baby. Yeah. I can't accept that I lost. Yeah. Nothing happened that was weird. First off, Marcus, Cecil, you can answer this too. And me, all three of us live in St. Louis, mm-hmm. all three of us work in St. Louis, and there was at no time on any day in the last three months, we'll just say the last three months, we won't go into anything deeper than that, we don't have to. There was no time in the last three months where I was approached or asked about cheating on an election. There was no time where I was sitting there getting ready to go vote and stand in line, and I was thinking, oh, how can we rig this? Like, it just never happened. We're too busy as human beings. I got Cecil over there putting up crown molding, and the last thing on his mind is, how can I get to Detroit and screw over an election? Like, it's just not happening. No one has time for that shit. No one We're cares adults. that much, yeah. That's Nobody just, cares yeah. that much. I used, to, I used to think that the left really cared about people. I did, Mark. I tried really hard. I really thought they actually cared. But, dude, this whole play by them, this whole time, this whole fucking election, both sides, is just about power. It's not about people. Human civilization is about power. No, like, this, no, no, no. Yeah, no. It's Cecil, this power. was never about power. It, it is about, about power. power. Oh, my God. You don't, think the, power. you don't think the left no, this, this whole, this this whole election, time? This election was about Trump, power. For Trump, this is definitely about power. That's why he wants to stay in control. For everybody else, it was about character. No. They saw his character and they just said, nope. I'm not going to vote for that character anymore. I don't want that representing <sighs> I don't now, think that's right, man. You don't think so? You no. think this was a power grab? This is a power grab by the left, and if any left or right, all it ever is, they don't give a fuck about people. Watch this next election. I I do some research. What do you think will happen in the next election? Next election, you will see the left going straight at the Hispanic population. Straight after them? That isn't like a bad way or a good no, way? No, no, Adam, as in a good way, because there's going to be more Hispanic oh, yeah, than black people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, so that's, now, that's Hispanics wanting to be represented and deciding to side up with the Democrats because they choose that over the racists that are on the other side. But why that do you, whoa, 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 whoa stop with that. Uh, I'm not going to let you do that. I'm not going to let you do that, Mark. You cannot say the, the right is racist. That is fucking bullshit. You cannot do that. You cannot say every r- person on the right is racist. 
You they are painted. They, they are painted by the left to be, but also the left is painted to be a bunch of pussies. So I don't know which one to think. So I don't give a fuck. But you can't. Well, you can't say. Can you. you can't say the right is racist. I will not let you do that on this show, man. Because that is fucking bullshit. Okay. Here's what I'll say. Then here's what I'll say in in, in, in retort to that. Okay, fair enough. Do, do you uh, take back? Do you take back the thing about the right being racist? No. You don't I, take that back. I'll, I'll explain it. I'll explain it like no, this. No, no. I just, I want you to say that not all right is racist, and that was a, a misstep. Oh, sure, of course. But do I have to? Do I have to state the obvious that one hundred percent of any guaranteed situation doesn't one hundred percent apply to any guarantee? Like we all know that. See, once again, but the problem is, but the problem is when you say knows. stuff. When you say stuff, the right is ra- racist. The right is racist. That's all people are going to hear. Okay. So that's so, why it can't be in your vocabulary that the right is racist because it is not. All right. All right. So we've talked about stereotypes on your show before and how stereotypes develop. Stereotypes are not something that people just give to each other. Stereotypes are something to develop out of the truth. Kind of like a really good joke, right? All really great jokes are based in some form of truth. Okay. Same idea for stereotypes. All stereotypes are based in some form of truth. The right being racist is a stereotype. And that stereotype has been propped up over and over by things that they say and do. In fact, there's video today from the Million Maga March of the people that are on the right, not lefties, obviously, they wouldn't be part of the Million Maga March. They just voted against that and told us to get out of office. Those people are on camera today saying racist things, selling Nazi flags and stuff to each other. Like, that's legit. But Those are wait, not hold on. Didn't you just say? Didn't you just? Well, no, 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 no. Didn't you just say, in uh, just uh, a minute ago, that when you know people are together doing things, you know there could be three thousand people that are doing good stuff, but then sure. there's one sure, or two. There's a small contingent. Yeah. Okay. So how does that not apply to the same situation? Okay. So the way stereotypes work is the small contingent that does have this stereotype propped up, it becomes a part of their culture whether they like it or not. You can look at the man directly across from you, the black gentleman by the name of Marcus, and you can ask him about the stereotypes that are associated (laughs) with black culture. No, you can ask him about the stereotypes associated with black culture, and he'll sit there and he'll say, I don't like them any more than anybody else in my culture likes the stereotypes, but I bet you if you look him in the face and ask him, he'll say, Oh yeah, I see where they get some of those stereotypes. Absolutely, from. I, I do. I'm like, totally yes, that's it. that's the shit. Yes, that's that's, that's yeah. what you're talking about. What I'm doing right now. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Just like, I, I, had, I almost <laughs> took a picture of the lady asking me for money today. They had brand new Jordans on. Yeah, but I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't take yeah. a picture. But yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, This is a very typical thing. Yeah. So when I say that the right is racist, I'm never talking about in 100 percent absolute. What I'm talking about is there's a stereotype associated with a grouping of people. And by the way. If you want to come out your bunker over there in the Sulardian, uh, the Sulardian man cave and take a drive out to St. Charles, you can hang out with my super hardcore liberal ass <laughs> and uh, walk around. Community walk around the Trump. Walk, wait, no, no, he can walk. He can walk around the Trump supporters with me, and we can hang out, and you can listen to the way they talk and act, and then you can make the decisions for yourself. I, you don't have to like base it off. No, the I, I. I I hear Trump supporters talk. I hear uh, Biden supporters talk. I just, I just. Oh, I see. No, no, no. I'm not saying Biden supporters are great people either. Right. I'm not saying this. I'm not, listen, I'm not trying to paint anybody as the perfect angel in any of these situations. This referent, listen, 
you you want me to really break it down for the for the Soulardian crowd out there? You really want me to break the selection down? Here's what the selection was. There's a huge friend unfriend button on Facebook, <laughs> and the picture above it was Donald Trump. <laughs> and if you push this, if you push this button, you friended him, and if you push that button, you unfriended him. And what happened was a lot of people, especially where we live in Trump country, surrounded by. Oh, it hurt to cut you off, buddy. <laughs> oh, shit. Wait, you're back. You're back. You're back. Okay. No, you're good. No, no, no. No, you're good. Uh, the, the, the conservatives, the, basically, most people push the unfriend button, and they turn their back on that ideal. They turn their back on those type of people. And they don't like that, and they're angry right now. Trump's really angry because he really thought he had it like that. And it's like, this is a country where we all work together. That's it. It doesn't matter who the leader is, as long as they're doing good by us. We're going to do like, even George Bush, not everybody was fans of George Bush, especially with the Iraq war and all that stuff. Trust me, in the last two years of the, uh, of his, uh, his eight years, I was definitely not the biggest fan of George Bush, but I didn't hate him. And I didn't get online and just trash him constantly and say this about him, say that about like, it was what we let him get through his eight years. We didn't like nobody went up in arms and tried to take down the White House or do this. Or this. Like it wasn't like that. What happened was he did what he did. And then he was leaving office anyway. He wasn't going to get reelected. Barack Obama and McCain came to the table and they went against each other. And everybody was like, we really are not happy about the last eight years and some of the moves that dude made. So we're going to just go this way. That's kind of where we're at with Trump. So here, here's, here's, here's yeah, which is fine. Uh, he's gone. Bring in Biden. Cool. I'm just glad all the fucking hate is over. That's all I care about. Okay. Uh, but what okay, happens? Okay, what happens? What happens, sir, if it does come out that the amount of, because, I mean, obviously, I look at some conspiracy theories because they're fun. But if it comes out when, uh, when they, because there was a lot of uh, mail-in votes that they said the, uh, the signatures did not match. Okay. So what if it comes out that every one of those that were thrown out were votes for Trump? What do you do in that situation? Obviously believe that there is. No, I'm just, I'm asking, yeah. So what I'm saying is, it, it, let's say in whatever state, like every one of the votes. That is bad. People, that is bad. Like, once what? again, this is the beauty of being this moderate, liberal, whatever you want to call the Biden supporters. But this is the beauty of it. We love putting people in their place. Like, if bad is bad, and Joe Biden then cheated, then put him in their place. Right? If she, if lock, if lock her up, lock her up. Okay, if you've got her dead to rights, and you've got information, go arrest her and lock her up. Mm-hmm. If you got it on Joe Biden and Hunter Biden in Russia, go arrest them and lock them up. Like, it's never been a question of whether right is right or wrong is wrong. That, once again, we're back to obvious statements that everybody bypassed because they're obvious. Duh. That is bad. So there's voter fraud and voter election. Then go ahead. Now, here's your problem with the voter fraud, though. If Trump claims, oh, there's voter fraud. Well, now I've got two videos, one from North Carolina and one from a Pennsylvania Pennsylvania rally where you stood on the uh, tarmac at an airport and you told people to go. Oh, man, Trump got you again. He got him. He got him. Uh, he said. He got we him. got videos of it. Like, we, hold up, hold up. You ready, Mr. Hey, Marcus? Marcus, back, you ready? Yeah. You got it? We got receipts, bro. <laughs> receipts, bro. I, I don't know what he said before. Wait, 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 wait. Marcus, 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 Marcus. Like, I'm a black out, dude in New York City right now. Back. <laughs> Back. 
Run it back to the top. Over. You cut out. Run it back to the top. When uh, you were saying you stood on the tarmac and did yeah, what? Said, we stood on tarmac. I said, I said when he was when he was in Pennsylvania or whatever state it was, he stood on the tarmac and he explained to those people that they can vote multiple times. Go ahead, vote one. Yeah. Two. At the North Carolina rally, one, two, three. Go ahead, vote as many times yeah. as you want. Yeah. Do it. Like, and guess what? North Carolina was one of those states where it was really close. Okay, so if we're going to talk about voter fraud, then the guy that sat there for months on end throwing it out there and talking about it at his rally, Occam's Razor would say, and you know what Occam's Razor is, right? Okay, Occam's Razor would say, voter fraud, well, yeah, the most obvious person who would have committed it would be the person who talked about it. So if I got proof of you on camera potentially doing voter fraud before the election, then you're obviously my number one candidate for the person who did voter fraud. And I'm going to look at, as a lawyer and as a judge and in a real courtroom with real, not with the Giuliani trying to be funny and Roger Stone. No, 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 no. Real courtroom. I'm going to look at it and go, what's your proof? And then I'm going to play a video of you telling people to vote 35 times. And I'm going to go, case dismissed. Because it's your own fault. Now. Why did you assume, like, no, it was just a, my question to you, which I don't know. You didn't quite answer it the way I. No, no, no. Uh, I got into a run on. on yeah, Trump yeah. yeah. The whole, uh, so in that situation, what what does, what do we do in that situation though? If it even if it's like say even if they find, you know, uh, a a state where Biden Biden lost that Trump won that they found all these votes that were thrown out that were for Biden or vice versa in other were, states they were thrown out because the signatures didn't match. Yeah. On, on the mail-in well, ballots. Well, I guess. That's where we as a country need to come together and make a decision. Now, I'm, I'm sure that uh, because elections have been happening for hundreds of years here and we have a group of people that are in, in charge of the election process and the laws. And every year there's things that are added to these laws and all this. So it gets pretty intricate. I'm sure they have a way to go about handling a re-election or redoing the election. Okay. I'm sure that they have a way to handle it. change from... Yeah. 18 to 40. So and it's like, a judgment thing too. Yeah. So that's what's, that's they what, found that's a, what's scary. They found a bunch of people. They found a bunch of people they said were dead yeah. that actually were alive yeah. and even said that they voted for Biden or said that they voted for Trump. Yeah. And they were, they were supposedly dead, but yep. they were actually yep. alive. Yep. So yeah. you got that yeah. problem. We got, too. we got to tighten up this voting process. <laughs> yeah. and it, it's, it's too much fluid. It's too much fluidity. But here's the problem, guys. Why this year? Think about this. Donald Trump's number one claim the night the election was called for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris was the media can't call the election. They're not allowed to. It's not their job to call the election. So it's not over. I still win or I still could win. Except for in 2016, the same news networks with the same biases and the exact same hopes, <laughs> the same exact people on election night called it for Donald Trump and not for Hillary Clinton. And did we jump up and down? Did we claim there was mail-in balloting rigs or absentee rig problems? Right? Nope. Same Andrew Cuomo, same all of them that called it for Trump. Were, and now that all of a sudden, now it's, oh, it's a legal. No, just you're an asshole, Trump. Well, I mean, Hillary, like I Hillary said, had other things. This is a referendum on pushing a friend-unfriend button on social media. And I mean, he's mad that everybody turned their back on him. Well, well, Something simple. Every well, single just, vote, every so what's single be the election, line Cecil, 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 every single election, has people where ballots for dead people are cast every single election. They happened in 2016, 2012, 2008. They, every single election has those people. I wonder what people are going to do for He's trying to make though. it sound like there's 200,000 dead people that were casting votes. Right. Like, right. Then you have to show 200,000 people. Yeah. 
Right. Show me 200,000 dead people that cast the most. Oh, whoa. You can't do oh, it. Mark. We get back to hoes, man. I think we get back to back to being hoes, hoes? again. I think once we get out. I think we get I back. Like hoes. Yeah, we get we get back to the streets, man. I think we get back to you I know mean, I, making back. I just don't know where everybody's gonna get all their punchlines now that Trump's out of office. We gotta get creative. Like, are they are, are they gonna have the same? Them. Are they gonna have the same memes about Biden? It's our time to shine. It'll, it'll be some good. Hey, maybe he, they he will. Fuck up. It could be. Hey, listen, it could be really bad for Biden in four years. Like, he might have people with your fired signs all around his White House. Very possible. Right. I mean, like, I'm not against the idea. He won't that remember anyway. turn, that the people could turn on Biden. Uh yeah, I mean, I can't I, wait for the cookout, man. Who I just hope I hope he surrounds himself with the people that can make decisions, and I hope it's not all the same people. Meaning, like, I, I feel, well, I, I was but, but all the same like-minded people. I was and, impressed with his task hey, force. His task force was pretty like diverse team of people. Cecil, are they the Cecil, best? That's all I care about. Well, Cecil, I like diversity in thoughts. So I need to see. I don't want to see a bunch of the best white guys. It's not yeah, exactly. I want to see. It was people that like. Okay, he found people that love to like, talk about. Have, have expertise, right? In their that's how cool. All right, that's what thirteen Jakes. I'm like, look, I can't pronounce your name. Okay, you got the best people you can find. That's to give me some voices. Good. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, some, I, wonder if, I wonder if you looked at all the trading cards. He's like looking at their Cecil. stats on the back. <laughs> that's what I would do. Yo. See, there's a better chance with a Joe Biden and a Kamala Harris running the country than a than a person like Andrew Yang or Tulsi oh, Gabbard yeah. gets a chance to be a part of that team. Because Trump doesn't care about Tulsi. He don't care about Andrew. He don't care about right. Joe or Kamala. He don't care about any of those people. Those those people, he wants Mike Pompeo and Rudy Giuliani. People oh, yeah. who do stuff like that. Right. He wants Roger Stone. So your chances of getting the Tulsi, your chances of getting the people you do like, your Joe Jorgensen maybe get a shot to be a part of this or a part of that. Right. Way better chance with somebody like a Biden. I, I, you know, I, I was really, I was like, what the fuck are you doing when uh, Trump put his uh, son-in-law in the, in office doing something, whatever it was. Kushner's like, yeah, yeah. yeah Kushner. Then he got the fucking that treaty done. I was like, uh, oh, my bad, man. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how the fuck you did that. Like, uh, you look like Damien. I mean, he looks like the fucking devil, but, uh, yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, I would never would expect. I love how he. I love how Trump argued against Hunter Biden about nepotism when he turned around and put a fucking Jared literally yeah. into a position in the White House. Like, yeah. it's like, how do you even argue nepotism? <laughs> and you know, like, you, right you say this, this, you can't. This not your hill. <laughs> this is not your hill. <laughs> uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to bring no light on that. But listen, but guys, guys, for, got people, it done. for people like him, for people like Trump, he wants to die on every hill. Right. He's yeah. going to try to die on every hill, and that's the problem. He can't he's gonna, die on every hill. He's going to die from fucking eating all them goddamn cheeseburgers. Right. Good God, son. Did you see he turned his hair white? He turned his hair white. He changed his hair color because Biden has white hair naturally. Trump's like, wait a second. If I turn my hair white and start doing perfect. <laughs> He did it for Sean Connery. Whatever, man. Like, I just love how he turned the shit on his head. That's the only thing I love about Trump is like, yeah, you know what? You want to make fun of me? Watch this. And then <laughs> fucking won that shit. You cannot take it away that he won. Was he good? No. Was he good at some things? Like, yeah. He's been authentic the whole time. Yeah, he stayed true to himself, and he I'm is, cool with that. He's always been himself. And he found the okay, right... Okay, so he, then if there's no problem, let's let it run and see how it goes. It no. can't be any worse. No, that's what, what I'm saying. Like, I'm glad that... I'm glad Biden... I'm glad Biden's in so I can stop seeing all this fucking stupid Trump shit, people just talking shit all pissed off all the time. Like, I'm but I glad all that shit's over. I don't think you're going to stop seeing it, Cecil. Cecil, he's built himself... Listen, the one thing that Trump does have going for him after this election, and this is why you guys bring me on for these little insights like this, he does have 70 million plus voters who did vote for him. That means he's got a large contingent of people that do listen to his rhetoric and the things he says. 
Imagine if Jim Jones, before he goes to Africa or to South America to kill everybody with Kool-Aid, had 70 million people following right. him down to Jonestown. Like, that's where we're at. And I'm not saying that the Trump's leading the Calder's cult. What I'm saying is, is when you have that type of an influence and you already kind of have this mentality of, I want, this is why he likes Putin and Kim Jong-un and them. He likes people that have power and everybody has to bow to them. So now I got 70 million people that will listen to what I have to say. If I choose not to be president of the United States, this goes back to what I said last time on your show. I could go to states where they like me more than others and go, let's just see. Let's do it again. Let's create the new Confederacy. I'll be the new Jefferson Davis. Oh, Mark. You can do that. I you know I know what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But, but that's not I, what's going to happen. I, he knows where the power is. He needs the army. The it, army is the real power. Having the military complex behind you is the real power. So he doesn't do that. What he does is he takes his little thing over the next four years. He builds it up even bigger with networks and, and, and rallies. He's going to keep doing Trump rallies. He's going to do them in every city like he's a rock star. Even though Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are running the country, he's going to keep pretending. And guess what? In four years, he's going to hand that off to Ivanka. To who? And Ivanka's pretty. Ivanka. And Ivanka literally... Think about, think about I'm the a conspiracy Fox guy. News listen to this fucking guy right now. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Think about the Fox News wheelhouse. Pretty blonde women to tell you the rhetoric on TV every night. That's what my daughter is. I do her myself. I've said it on camera to Barbara Walters and everybody. Let's get Ivanka up there. And guess what? With Don Jr. all coked up behind her and 70 million crazy people still flying Trump 2020 flag in 2024. Oh, my God. Your you, chances you of that happening are possible. You're literally describing Very the left possible. right now as well. Like, no, I'm just saying that's possible. It is possible. It's also possible that Mar uh, that Marcus could find a girl and get her pregnant, but I don't see it happening. I don't, I don't like. Oh, <laughs> damn, I'm fucking with it. No, I'm just fucking with him. Uh, no, no. What, what I'm saying is, it, but but it's the same on the same same side. Is it the same side of the coin? You have uh, the left that does that just builds up this call out cancel culture. They've built all this stuff That's up. Just goofy. No. Okay. 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 Fun. Fun. Okay. So that is a stereotype associated with the left. Correct. Okay. We talked about the smaller contingents that tend to be the the focus of these stereotypes. Your cancel culture is mostly young people under the age of 25 who are on social media consistently enough to where they can constantly put out cancel culture messages about something that they don't like. So when a 35-year-old this politician or a 45-year-old that politician says something they don't like, immediately everybody under the age of 30 is like, cancel, 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 right. this person sucks. So... What's the, the difference? What's the difference? What's the difference? Overall liberal. What's the difference of what you're describing, what you just described with the cancel, and then what you just described with Trump? It's the exact same shit. It's a small right, contingency of people. Between us. Okay, so when I sit with, so I'll tell you the difference, and I think that you can see that in the the way that they behave and they react. When all I do is get on my Twitter or something and say cancel this person, cancel this, let's not talk about him anymore, then they become irrelevant. Well. There's a lot of people that become irrelevant. You got old friends that you don't talk to anymore that used to be really close friends of yours, and they're irrelevant to you now. Like, cancel culture, you do it in your own world. So that's a very typical, normal thing. On the Trump side of things, it's let's take a mace can and go shoot it in people's faces and try to hurt them physically. That's where the difference is. I can push some buttons. It's like a six and whoa, stone. Whoa, 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 break my bones, whoa, whoa. No, 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 no. You can't put you, you can't put him in that and not put the left in it. What did they do with chat? Like the the 
that was all these liberal kids that took everything by force in Seattle, killed people, used guns, guarded the walls with guns, built walls, and and used uh, force to to hold that. Is but, that but, still but, there? But but that's that's it was taken down because they ran out of food because they're not the smartest people. But what I'm saying is right. you can't say that's that's so that's Trump people. Yeah. So the same thing is going to happen with these Trump people. They're going to find somebody else to get behind. Hopefully most of them that are these crazy, crazy or crazy, right? Like racist people. Hopefully they die, but yeah. yeah, Like they, uh, yeah. I, and the left the same way. All these people that are get offended easily. I go, go, yeah. Yeah. Y'all, y'all just go play on this cliff together and argue and I'll just push you guys off. All right. Segregation is one of the bad things that's badly executed. You segregate people behavior, not race. Behavior. Let the yeah. assholes hang with the assholes. The nice people hang with the nice people. Right. And let them go away. Segregation. Right. Great idea. Horrible execution. <laughs> not race. Behavior. Behavior. Yeah. That's it. Segregate behavior. I love that's it. it. And and, and from Marcus and in the people, <laughs> and, oh, and then the people guys, and then the people that want to save all those people, you can hang out. Yeah, and do oh, all that. Ooh, yeah, you go to the same. Please go yeah. save them oh, over we there. Have right. to, we Bye. have to help them and show them a different no, way. No, you don't. Ah. You can't say it. No, everybody can't, can't make it in. Can't save uh, them. It, yeah. <laughs> it all comes down to how you wield the theories and the beliefs that you wield. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you just said, segregation obviously can be used in a good way to get rid of these types of people and those types of people. It, it was like they always complain about communism and socialism. And it's like, hey, Having uh, universal health care as the only thing that's technically socialist other than the police department and fire department maybe wouldn't be a bad idea for somebody in the United States who might be trying to live on the money that they barely are making during this COVID. Maybe it could be helpful to us. Like, you can wield certain things in a positive way and get great results from them. You can also wield them in a bad way and get horrible results. Execution. Right. Uh, execution yeah i mean universal health care i get it in theory it should be awesome but like i understand both sides of it whenever you demonetize the you know we talked about but before, you're also medicine. on the business side of things people i think a yeah. lot of people forget that with you as a guardian we talk about these things in a political stance of right or left but some of the, re- the reasons why you think the way you think on certain things is because you're a business owner right. so you deal with the financial aspect Mm-hmm. Remember, back in the day, when you asked somebody what they were, conservative or this, conservative, like I talked about on the show before, referred to the financial aspects of how you like to live your life. I'm conservative with my finances. That's where the word conservative got attached to Republicans. Republicans tended to be a little bit more less taxes, hold back on this, more business oriented. Okay, so when people listen to you and me and, and Marcus talk, I've owned a business for a long time, but not the same type of business you've owned. So the type of tax brackets and things you worry about are a lot different than the type of things I worry about. Understandable. If more people (laughs) got them again, or liberals, or whatever, you're taking, but you're taking those things into account. Well, if everybody would just think like Marcus and I, everything would be fine. <laughs> you come me for moral and the spiritual learning. You go to season for business and. uh the bank account. But that's kind of how the world I'm, I'm is, isn't for, it? But no, no. I'm guys, you, so that, that's kind of how the world is. We call, we call Brad Pitt when we want to see a great action movie or, or Tom Cruise. 
and we call Warren Buffett when we want to build a business and we want to make sure our finances are straight. And when you want bad news delivered, you call Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> all right. There right, you go. Right. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I got to send you that. Did, did you send Mark that clip? No, I didn't. Oh, man, I got this whole uh, last podcast. I uh, had this whole thing where I went through. uh, I said, if I ever if I could ever pay someone that they had to be the person to deliver the bad news to me, no matter what it is. Okay, we get you out of here, Mark. Yeah, we get Uh, it. It would be um, it would be Matthew McConaughey. Uh, I said I'd want Matthew McConaughey to to call and and give me bad news because I I feel like everything's okay. Just the way he talks. He's such a sweet guy. And just that accent. He just. I'd be like, all right, all right. <laughs> just, just remember, just remember. You. It makes you feel like it's going to be all. It's going to be all right, all right, all right. And it's going to be a really nice SUV. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, for sure. Like you got to ride me around in the SUV over to the beach where you're going to end up sitting Indian style and just looking out at the ocean while you explain shit to me. And that, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. <laughs> just telling you, like all these, all the, you know, your mom died and just that whole bit. I don't even know how it came from. Yeah, just like, and then I'm just sitting there going, so what's the ticket on that MKZ again? Right. Can you give me a can you give me a discount on the on the Lincoln? A new Lincoln? They do have a yeah. new Lincoln lawyer uh, novel that just came out. All right. Mark, Mark, get out of here. Mark, give us some uh, predictions going forward. What what is the future? Predictions hold? going forward. Um yeah. well guys, we do have a line in the state. Uh Donald Trump, like Mr. McConnell came out and said there will be a peaceful transfer of power. He said that before the election, his own self out of his own mouth on camera. So if that's the case, people are probably talking to Trump behind the scenes. They're going to try to make this happen now. January 20th, 21st, whatever it is, next year, that's our line in the sand. That's the day. Either this dude's going to come to the table and play along, or He'll for the first time in history, you might see how the United States Constitution was written by the forefathers get executed on some of the forefathers. That's possible. We'll see what happens. He'll, I don't know he will walk. He, he'll walk out of there, man. He he. I think he can accept it. I hope he, he can ran away it. to his bunker when people got angry about George Floyd, and uh, then he put up a fence around his White House. Of course, he's going to run. Uh-huh. He's a. Uh, well, no, he's a. Uh, uh, who was hanging out in the basement the whole time though? When that Joe? When Joe hanging well, out? Well, yeah, basement? but see, Joe, 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 Joe was just in his house. They called it basement. He was just in his house because of COVID. Oh. Stayed in his house, like he was on quarantine stuff. Like that wasn't even. That's my point. Like whereas when 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 Obama, did, or Obama when uh, when Trump did it, it was know. literally because of the George Floyd protest and the BLM response that he went and put up the fences and went to his bunker. When Joe decided, he oh, put COVID's the fences up bad, and I'm just going to stay <laughs> off the campaign trail because COVID <laughs> is everywhere. That's everybody being just like Joe. That's just being normal. What's wrong with that? Oh, I I didn't know. I just knew somebody was in a basement. I heard you say basement. I was like, oh, I thought that was Biden was in the basement. That's it was, was Biden. He did. I'm sure he was in his basement a few times. I was in my. You're in your basement right now. I bet. <laughs> right. I just didn't know. I just didn't understand what you're talking about. So awesome, man. Well, uh, thank you for the insight. Uh, I hope uh, no everything's going to be fine. I know it's going to be fine. I'm just ready for it to all be over and this COVID shit to go away. And I for Doctor Sam Page to shut the fuck up and stop closing shit in the county. Oh, mm. uh, that guy. No, wait, no, you, wait, you know what this motherfucker said? Quick, before I leave, before I leave, real quick, on the same page thing, didn't he just do it? Wasn't it just limiting uh, private gatherings of 10 people? Nope. To last? What, what else did they, what else got implemented? Did they set up uh, curfews or something? In, no indoor dining or outdoor. No indoor dining, okay. Or outdoor. 
or outdoor dining, just pick up and carry out only. Yep. And he said, this was his response. He's like, I know there's going to be a lot of uh, restaurant industry people that are, I'm paraphrasing, uh, that are going to be hurting from this. So please tip more whenever you pick up your to-go food. Okay. Okay. I mean, what the heck? where do you stand on the COVID thing? Do you, do you think that it's all BS and we need to not care? Or do you think I think that, a, I a think that, the, uh, Trying to eliminate it right now is not going to happen. I am a herd immunity guy. Fucking. Well, I, they said that that does work. Once again, we're back to the thing where sometimes things work to the benefit and sometimes they don't. Will the herd? I've heard that the herd immunity can work in certain styles of viruses where they can contain them relatively quickly. When something is as mass as this, I've heard that it's very difficult to do that. So herd immunity doesn't always work as well. I think if you're sick, know. if you're sick, stay home, wear a mask. Whatever, if you want to wear a mask, I, I, I do believe that there is a bit of, don't think it's not a conspiracy. I truly believe this, that in some way they're, they dehumanize us by everybody wearing a mask all the time. And it's a control thing. And I hate it. <laughs> you think it's a control thing? Oh, I think it is, man. I Except th- for the it, fact that Sam Page isn't trying to control you or anything. How just, is he not trying to control people. you? He literally just took away over a thousand people, thousands of people's uh, money. He just took it away. If this was two years ago on 4th of July weekend and out of a complete blue, that he's like, all of a sudden, we need to wear masks, no more dining or so, outdoor, only carry out, screw you guys, I don't care, there's not even a virus to worry about, then I'd be like, oh, he's trying to make a move in a power play to control people. If it's in the middle of a worldwide pandemic where everyone knows what's on the table, we all know the news, we all know that about the COVID, Everybody understands these things. I can't see you looking at that guy going, you're trying to control me. Or in California, you're trying to control he, me. Like, I'm sorry, man. I really? I am so, I, how is he not? I'm just trying to play along with everybody else. I, I, I get it, man. But like, my thing is, you. how does he uh, uh, have the power to just shut down a business a industry? Well, that's because it's his job. That's why he got hired to that job. Yeah, but it's you, you still, you still cannot. You cannot. Or after him. It is, it, it, he has dehumanized the restaurant industry to think that it's okay to just shut it down. Well, you know who's still. You, you know who's still going to get. You don't. About what about what about? Uh, are the banks going to stop wanting their money from the business owner? Or is the landlord going to? Now you make a really interesting point with that, and you should really use that to hammer on people with. I think that's a good point. Money is something that we all transfer very quickly. Quite often, we don't wash our money ever. You just hand me a dollar, I take and put it in my pocket. Now, COVID's all over my pocket. I pull it out, I hand it to another person to pay for a taco at Taco Bell, and now they got COVID, and now it's rubbing on the other money that's inside the register. I totally agree with you. Well, I think that that's a great thing to ask that question. Why are we not trying to shut down the bank? Why are we not? And then, what well, we are in oh, a chain shortage. We're going to find out very quick. I don't think we had a chain shortage. I think that they just didn't want people grabbing uh, right. change because there's 50 coins in your hand. If I have to give you 75 cents back or 65 cents back, I give you like six different coins back. They could all get COVID on them. Right. So now six coins can transfer to everybody. There was no coin shortage. They just said that. Right. So, that makes all sense. right, guys. Well, man, I really appreciate you having me on this show. Thank you so much every single time. I appreciate you, man. Now we don't have to talk to you for four years. I'm just messing with you. I'm messing with you, sir. I love you, man. And uh, we'll, we'll talk soon, all right? You all right, got it, Cecil Marcus. Thank you so much, buddy. That's right. fine, sir. Yeah. All right, guys. Take all care. Right. Yep, yep.
This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.